0: just give him a wave. Maybe you're driving down the street. You know you, you know how to drive with one hand for a split second to give him a wave. You know, and if you're at work, someone asks you what you're doing, just say you were saying hello. You know, just acknowledge the Lord. Certainly we thank and praise God for his goodness and his grace. This is the day that the Lord has made and we can rejoice in it and be glad. I want to welcome you to Inside the Pages, presented by Cornerstone Apostolic Church, located at 524 East Pasadena Street, Pomona, California. This is Pastor Carl Henderson. Sunday Praise and Worship begins at 9 a.m., and we are seeking the Lord prior to that time. So, you know, we're usually here between 8.30 and um, and 9 o'clock setting up and spending time, you know, seeking the Lord because service don't start, at least not here. It don't start at that hour. It starts way before when you get up out of bed and you are preparing, you're looking through the closet. What am I gonna put on? Can I still fit this? Oh no, I better change and put that on. You know, is this gonna look right on me today? I'm not feeling that, that color, you know, service has started at that point. You know, as you're preparing, Getting your shoes on, drinking, coffee, whatever your routine is to start your day. You know, service has started that moment. Lord, help me to be there on time. Lord, help me. Lord Jesus, give me traveling mercy and grace. Lord, bless the drivers beside me. Lord, bless the pastor to speak your word. Lord God, and Lord Jesus, and just usher in your presence. Lord, bless the singers and strengthen their voice. You know, service is already started. Then when we walk inside, Lord, I'm just grateful to be here. And so service starts at 9 a.m. Tuesday Bible study at 7 p.m. Thursdays at 6 p.m. Men focus, which is crosstalk. Now, some may not know. If you don't know what crosstalk is, that is a group of people talking um, about a particular subject, which includes you. We 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 desire your participation. And so you know, it's not just you sitting there listening to an individual, but uh, there is a group there is a group discussion. And so that's at six o'clock on Thursdays and on Saturdays at 1130 p.m. You can find us on 99.5 FM or KKLA.com, which is the website for 99.5 FM. And that's for the L.A. Basin. You know, and so we thank God for uh, not only uh, that, but we're expanding. We're pushing to expand the ministry and, you you know, to uh, get the word out. And we thank God for all of those that are preaching the the truth. Thank God for those that are preaching as much of the truth that they know. Thank God for those that are yielding themselves to the word of God. uh, Because David said, how can a young man cleanse his ways? By taking heed to your word. And so my encouragement is that all of us take heed to what God is saying. It's not enough to memorize the scripture and to be able to quote things. No, you have to apply this to your life because we're going to stand before God and we're gonna give an account for what we have done in these bodies. What we done in these bodies, what have you done in your body? Listen, we believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, we are faithful, we are bold, we believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. Yes. And, and so we're gonna go into the word of God and I'm gonna play a little bit of this song, Holy Spirit come, and then we're gonna go into the word of God and I solicit your prayers. And, and um, a matter of fact, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, thank you for this time that you've given us. Thank you for an opportunity to seek your face, to call upon your name. Lord God, we honor you, Lord, for your presence. We honor you, Lord God, for those that are tuning in, those that are listening now, and those that will be checking it out later. Lord God, we thank you. We ask that you remember those that are bedridden, those that are uh, seeking you, Lord God, for the Holy Ghost. to Fill them with your spirit, Lord. We just want to honor you and glorify your name, Lord. We just want to lift you up. In Jesus' name, Lord God bless those, Lord Jesus, that are, uh, you know, the situation of every individual. I don't know it, you do. You, your eyes are, 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 go to and fro throughout the earth. Uh, you know, your ears are are not heavy where they can't hear. Lord, we just thank you right now, Lord God, because you are prayer answer. Lord Jesus, we thank you. Lord, we ask these blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. Him up, and certainly we're welcoming His Spirit into this place. You know, we're going to go. We're going to go into the Word of God. Uh, I'm excited about the Lord this morning, and again, you know, I want to thank you for joining the online worship service this morning. Today is July 17, 2022, and if you're looking for a church home, Growth Ministry, we want to invite you to come and join in with us. And allow God to be God. Allow him to be God. So many say that he is God, but he's not sovereign in their lives. When I say God, I'm talking about sovereign. You know, um, uh, among the ministers, we tell the ministers, you must be instant in season and out of season. And, uh, you know, when you feel like it, when you don't feel like it, you know, when the water is clear and when the water's muddy, and, you know, when it's murky and you can't listen. It's the same for all of us. If he's sovereign God, he needs to be sovereign all the time. Not just when things are going well. Thank God for a reasonable portion of health this morning. You know, um, recovering from not uh, from not doing well throughout the week. But, you know, someone asked me, you know, people had, oh, did you catch COVID? Did, you know, what was going on with you? And it, You know, my concern is not sickness. My concern is dying and going to hell. My concern is being separated from God. That's my concern. People get going, you're gonna get sick. People are gonna deal with different situations. You might fall off your skateboard and and break a fingernail. Things are gonna happen. Uh huh. And things have been happening prior to people having uh, high blood pressure and People, heart attacks and strokes and different things that have taken people out. The concern is not being uh, that you, uh, our physical man is in trouble because of the sin that has been unleashed by the actions of one, mighty God. But am I, will I be separated from God? No, I'm not thinking about Paul saying, uh, nothing shall separate us from the love of God. You need to understand what he's talking about in that. That's not for everybody. But does my lifestyle, when I'm not behind the microphone, when I'm not in the presence of those that are present and those that are not, when I'm not out speaking and engagements, when I'm not, um, You know, what is my lifestyle behind closed doors when I'm in the bedroom by myself, when I'm at the table, when I'm kicking back channel surfing? What is my lifestyle that if the Lord should call me, will he say, well done, good and faithful servant? Or will it be, depart from me, you work of iniquity, I never knew you. And then you're like those that Jesus described Saying, Hey, uh I've preached in your name. I've cast out devils in your name. I've healed the sick in your name. And he still said, I don't know you. That's my concern. And I, I pray and hope that it is your concern because we take too many, um, we take we take we're very leisure in our walk with Christ. We take a lot of liberties that we should not take that we don't take in any other form, except the church of God. Listen, and that's not everyone, so, but I'm just letting you know. And so if you're looking for what's real, you know, you're know, you looking for a place to grow, you're looking for a place that you can, ministry God may call you into ministry, or maybe you don't understand what ministry is. You know, I have a service that is coming up uh, to speak at and, and to help the urshers and it's a subject that I've looked into many times before and now and someone has called and asked to uh, to uh, help them in that area and so it is not how did we degrade the urshers um, but I, I'm going to stop with that, I'm going to stop, so uh, again, uh, I want to direct your attention to first John. I'm, I'm feeling my strength this morning. Uh, you know, um, I didn't wake up feeling strength. I wasn't feeling ill, but you know, in life you you deal with things, you deal with stuff. And the word of God is, is transparent, lets us know that, uh, you know, when Jonah went to Nineveh and preached the word and proclaimed the gospel uh, there, And he didn't see the results that he was looking for. He pouted about it. He wouldn't sit down. And so that's just an example of how we act, how we act. First John, first John, the first chapter uh, verse one through three, I'm gonna start reading there. And uh, if you have a prayer request, if you have a question, I'm I'm excited about Jesus this morning. Uh, You know, you ought to request your prayer you ought to comment it in him because comments are red. You know, we have everything visual so we can see what's going on and so that we can acknowledge some things that we see. And so 1 John, the first chapter, beginning at the first verse, it says, "'That which was from the beginning, "'which we have heard, "'which we have seen with our eyes, "'which we have looked upon, "'and our hands have handled, of the word of life, for the life was manifested and we have seen it and bear witness and show unto you that eternal life which was with the Father and was manifested unto us. That which we have seen and heard declare we unto you that ye should or that ye may or that ye also may have fellowship with us And truly our fellowship is with the father and with his son, Jesus Christ. I wanna take a thought this morning about my champion. He's champion of champions and he's the only one that I wear in my heart. He's the only one whose name is uh, at this moment is plastered across my my heart. But I wanna talk about Jesus. But when I see Jesus, you know, um, for those that are DC comic and Marvel and different things, you know, you're watching the episode and things are going south. Things are going away. way the enemy is, is coming in. <coughs> Excuse me. The enemy is coming in like a flood and, you know, one of my favorite episodes is Superman is when the plane was coming down and it was about to hit Yankee Stadium in the middle of a baseball game and he was able to stop the plane. And you watch the, the gravity effects of how it rippled through the plane as he held it back from crashing and then laid it down softly. And I'm sorry, there's no one that can do that but God. There's no one that can save lives like that but Jesus Christ himself. He said that I'm the way, the truth, and the life. And so there, there's no, but yet they, uh, what they symbolize in this movie, and, you know, the people cheered and and went ballistic, you know, and they response to what they had just seen. Do we go ballistic? Do we cheer and carry on in response to God as we could and as we should? But when I see Jesus, there's an old hymn that we used to sing. It says, uh, when we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing it would be. When we all see Jesus, we will sing and shout victory. When we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing it will be. When we all see Jesus, we will sing and shout victory. It goes on, oh, victory, victory. You know, and after a while, you're, you're lathered with sweat because we didn't that chorus for about 10 minutes, you know. But listen, I'm not looking for when I get to heaven to see Jesus. I have his word that lets me know that I can see him right now. I believe the Bible says that, uh, behold, I'm with you. I'm with you until the end of the world. I'm with you. I'm with you. I got you. I've got you. You need to understand that. God's got you. He's got your back, even when it don't seem like it. And my hand is raised right now because sometimes you might deal with things and it don't seem like the Lord is there. But you know within your Noah, within your Noah, that he is there he was there all the time. He was there. You know, during my little life, the the Lord has shown himself strong many times, and he has shown himself strong in your life. And even with that, there are times that we look around and say, well, I don't, I don't see, I don't feel him. He's been strong many times through chastenings, blessings, blessings, You know, the chasing of the Lord means to keep you on track. So that lets you know that he's watching, speeding you up or slowing you down. Maybe he has to stop you. Maybe you're instructed that you you spoke too soon. You you should have stayed quiet. You know, chasing is a behavioral adjustment and and done effectively in many ways. God has many ways to, to chasing those whom he loves. Proverbs 23 and 13 and 14 says, behold, uh, withhold not correction from the child. For if thou beatest him with a rod, and don't, don't, I didn't write this. Don't throw nothing at me. Don't get an attitude with me because I said that that Johnny or Sally needs um, a spanking. The Bible says he shall not die. They will not die because they are chasing. Now, everyone has a different personality. I know that my mother could give you a look, and not just my mother, but I think that is something that with that is within females themselves that there is a certain look that they've learned uh, that that when those eyes hit you, whether child or uh, maybe it might be your wife, you know, it might be your girlfriend, that when those eyes catch you and. You know, you've done something that you, it is a, it it makes you feel a certain way. And so uh, there is, uh, again, as I said, there are many ways and you have to be wise in what you do. Now, some children, I'm going to say it like this, they need a certain type of attention. And some are not giving that child, those children, the type of attention that they need. And therefore they're gonna need, I'm not even gonna say much prayer because if you don't correct what needs to be corrected now, there are those that are licensed, I had license. There are those that are, are allowed to use certain equipment to help bring uh, Johnny into subjection, to help bring that, that girl into captivity until they are released, uh, either through means of bondage, of bonds, or they serve, they tithe. So let's, you know, um, but there's a way of correct and it starts now and God works with us. He corrects us. Thou shalt beat him with the rod. You, You shall deliver his soul. I've been delivered from hell. As the scripture said, you'll deliver his soul from hell. Job 5 and 17 said, Behold, happy is the man whom God corrected. Therefore, despise not thou the chastening of the almighty." And so uh, chastening is something that we all uh, deal with. We all uh, have to and will experience in our life. And it's a good thing. That's why I mentioned it because it is a a blessing. Now, uh, to see Jesus, you have to look for him. You have to put forth some effort to find him in the midst of what is happening because he is there. He's there. The Apostle Paul was ministering to a group of spiritualists. Some of your friends are very spiritual. They're not... um, They don't don't attend any assembly where, you know, such as uh, where we are church name is Cornerstone Apostolic Church. We teach the Apostles' Doctrine, which extends from Genesis to Revelation. And so um, they may say, well, I'm not Apostolic. They may say that I'm not um, Methodist. They may say I'm not non-denomination, which non-denomination is a denomination. And so anything without a denomination has no value. Uh, tear the corners off your money and see if you can still spend it or if you need to go exchange it at the bank for something that has denomination on the corner. And, and so uh, there are those that are spiritual, they're spiritual, they're religious, supernatural believers, but they're missing the mark. And so Paul uh, stood in the midst of Mars Hill and said, ye men of Athens, addressing the people of Athens, I perceive that ye are, that all things are, you're, you're superstitious, you're very superstitious. For I pass by and behold, beheld your devotions. I've seen the things around, I've seen the ceramic tile and the um, metal and the clay and the gold moldings that says you believe in any and everything, uh, you believe these little images that you've actually melted down and created with your own hands are God's. And after you've melted them down and, and added six arms to it and, and added a, a, a crown upon the head of the elephant and, you know, um, and bad health in the belly of a, of a little potted man that has a, a bad health sign. Because any gentleman, if your stomach, when your stomach start to protrude and it becomes rock solid, um, that is not a sign of prosperity that is a sign of a heart attack waiting to happen and so we need to get those things in order but listen here Uh, but just those that are superstitious believe that a six-armed woman and you know and someone standing on a dragon and all of that kind of stuff is spiritual and it has meaning to them they're missing the mark they're in search for uh, something but at the same time uh, they're missing what they're of what they really have need of. For I passed by and behold your devotion and I found an altar with an a insubscription to the unknown God whom you ignorantly worship. Him declare I am to you. I wanna make it play and I wanna help you understand that, that after you've passed by all of the ceramics and different things that you have a um, something sketched in uh, Stone here talking about an unknown God. I want to talk to you about the unknown God. And he goes on to say that uh, neither is he worshiped with man's hands, though he need anything. And seeing he giveth life to all and breathe and all things and have made of one blood all nations of men for whom on all the face of the earth. He's the author of everything and have determined the times before appointed and the bounds of their habitation that they should seek the Lord. That they should seek the Lord. What are we doing? We're seeking the Lord. When, but when I see Jesus, we're seeking the Lord. If happily they might feel for him and find him. Are you feeling for him? Are you searching for him that you might find him? though he be not far from every one of us. Now you have this word of assurance this morning that the Lord is not far from us. He's not far from us, he's near us, very close to us, even though it may not seem like it because in that moment we desire him to say something, we desire him to act out, we desire him to show some type of manifestation. Thank you, Jesus. And so it seemed like in that moment that we can't find him because we don't see what it is that we desire to see of him. We don't hear, or maybe we did not dream a dream, or we did not have a vision, or no one came with a prophetic word uh, to let us know that God is near. And what do we do in those instances? We stay the course. We continue to walk in obedience uh I, I heard the writer say, and I seem like I can't get away from this, but I heard the, the man of God say that though he slay me, yet will I trust in him. That though I may not understand everything that is happening or what is occurring in life. I go and I'm talking to those that are doing what is right. I'm not talking if you've been a bumbling fool and doing things, that, excuse my vernacular, but if you've been doing things that's out the will of God, you wanna go and lay up, mm, I'm slowing down here, but let, listen, let me just go and be plain. you wanna just, you wanna lay up with everybody and then when you catch a, a, ST, a, a, a disease uh, then you want to wonder why you're afflicted, and you want to then sing and preach and talk about uh, how and, and testify of how uh, God, uh, you, when you was down and out, people talked about you, but you did some stuff that made people want to talk about you. Listen, so I'm talking to those right now that are, that are doing, stepping, the Bible said the steps of a righteous man are, ordered by the Lord. So I'm talking to those that are taking the right steps, even though you don't understand the direction that you're going to go, but you know that there has been a step laid out and God has told you to walk on that path. And so you're walking on that path, but yet you don't see the end result. And so the word of God tells us that he began to encourage them and to talk to them about seeking the Lord. And he let them know. For as much as we are the offspring of God, we ought not to think that the Godhead is like of gold, silver, stone, uh, graven by images, uh, by the craft of men. In the times of ignorance, God wept that, but now commanded the men everywhere to repent, because He have appointed a day in which He will judge the world in righteousness. By that man whom he ordained, wherefore we have given assurance, have given assurance unto all men, in that he is risen from the dead. Talking about Christ, and so you know, I remember, I remember my daughter in um, her young age, and that she would climb up uh, into the bed, as small as she was, and as dark as the room was. As she would manage, she must have, she knew the steps and how to climb up. She's practiced it enough how to climb up on that bed. And and one night I woke up as she was climbing up on the bed and she grabbed my hand. And particularly she felt across my fingers and, and she felt my fingertips. She was feeling and to understand, to know whose hand she had. And she felt my fingertips and, and she knew from the shortness of my nails uh, that I was not the one she was looking for. And so I, she knew that her mom's uh, hand had longer nails. And so then she knew what she was going to do next. And so you may not be able to see uh, because of the darkness, uh, you might be, uh, uh, there might be a few things in your way, but like the Apostle Paul said, feel for him that you might find him. You're going to have to reach out of the comfort zone. You're going to have to reach out of yourself. You know, uh, when we're here on the altar praying, you know, sometimes I I try to remind the saints, don't bury your face into the carpet. Open up. You got to open up and feel for him. You can't feel for him. It's just like having your fist closed because a A closed fist cannot receive, neither can a closed mouth be fed. You may not see him because of the darkness. It might be a few things in the way, but like Paul said, you have to feel for him. Now a child holding mom or dad's finger as I was walking through Walmart yesterday, picking up a few things, Uh, There was a child like he was maybe one and a half, two years old, a little top holding on to dad's finger, holding on to dad's finger, enjoying uh, the fact that he had a grip on dad's finger and he felt safe and secure, knowing that he had dad's hand. You got to feel for him and get a hold of him and not let him go. Uh, And when the instance come where the enemy is trying to uh, send a thought, send a word to pry your hands, to pry your fingers loose from the hand of God. Now, in the book of Daniel, it is written that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were facing some terrible odds. They were facing situations just like you face today. You face situations, you face things, and no one compares your situation to theirs and not comparing theirs to yours. Not comparing yours to Jeremiah or anyone else, because your situation is unique, it's yours. And so the king's arrogance, the jealousy of others, uh, uh, begin a persecution upon these men. And so uh, they were persecuted for doing what is right in the sight of God. They were persecuted for doing what is right in the sight of God. And let me say that again. They were persecuted for doing what was right in the sight of God i'm not going to play games with with people that want to dibble and dabble and sin and then say i'm going through for uh because of because of what i've done and and so now i'm being persecuted and with other every level you know of my success there is a i'm dealing with another devil you know because i'm being successful uh the no that is not it uh you can't listen listen you can't dibble and dabble in sin, and then when you're found out, the Bible said bread eaten in secret is sweet. And so when, it, when you, people find out about the mess that you're doing, or when they're exposed, or when your calamity come up on you because of it, then you want to cry foul, you want to play like you're the victim. But I heard the Word of God say that, that those, all those that live godly uh, in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. So, again, I'm talking to those that are living godly, uh, that if you suffer in anything right now, uh, this word is for you. If you're dealing with anything right now, you know that you have walked the, the, the straight and narrow. You know that you're doing what is right. You know that you're spending time in God's presence. You know that you're thinking and meditating upon his word. You know that you're you're singing hymns and psalms and, and you're you're asking the Lord, Lord, what do you want me to do next? Bless you, Jesus. <laughs> Uh, Lord, am I am I doing enough? Lord God, I want to do more for you. You know that you're going, that you're feeding the the hungry, and uh, you know you don't just walk in the store and somebody say I'm hungry, and then you walk out and ignore them as if they didn't say anything. Uh, But you saw them and they Lord, stating so you help them out. Uh, I'm talking to those. Bless your Lord Jesus, that showed up in church when when nobody else was there, but yet they were found on the altar. And I'm, I'm talking to those that that couldn't wait to get there, even though they may not have felt uh, that they 100 percent, but they were pressing their way. Bless your Lord Jesus. Mighty God. They press their way because they know it's a higher calling in Christ Jesus. And, and I'm trying to reach that goal. I'm trying to reach that place where God has called me into. I'm trying. I'm pressing to get there. Mighty God. Bless your Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So if you, if you if you if you if you if you're suffering, as I said earlier, if you if you're not suffering because you've screwed up, if you're not suffering because uh, because you you've tried to uh, mess with every cat and dog, <coughs> bless your Lord Jesus. Let me let me slow down here. You suffering because of righteousness' sake. You're not suffering from screwing around with every cat and dog that you see around with someone else's wife or a husband, stealing uh, what is not yours and uh, being a, 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 just all around just messing up. Because you're not covered by the word of God in those instances. That's not, there's no assurance for you in that. There's a faithful uh, fearing of God's judgment but there's no assurance. God's word is specific to every man, every woman, boy, girl. When it says repent, when it tells us to do our first works over, when it tells us to be baptized in his name, Jesus, in the name of Jesus for the remission of sin, that's what baptism is for, remission of sin. Romans 12 and 1, when it tells us, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as living sacrifices holy and acceptable holy and acceptable to god because this is your reasonable service deuteronomy 6 4 and 7 hear o israel for the lord our god the lord is one you shall love the lord your god with your whole heart i, I want to run around the church right now my my body my spirit man is saying i want to do it my body is not saying saying go <laughs> You shall love the Lord, your God, with your with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your strength. And these words, which I command you this day, shall be in your heart. How is it that I'm loving God today? Am I loving him with all my heart, my soul, my strength? I know many of us give our, our we give a lot to our jobs. We, we will work. Mm, we will work some long hours for work. Tell God, I'm tired. I can't serve you in the capacity of whatever office I would serve you in on this day because I'm tired. Matter of fact, I'm going to lay down and get some rest and then I'm going to go to work again. But Lord, I, I can't do you today. Well, actually, I didn't do you last week or the week before or the week before that either. So am I loving him with my whole heart? My soul. He's the one that gave me the strength. He's the one that gave me the energy that I am able to able to regroup. I'm, a, I'm able to decompress. I'm able to be restored. He's not against the stack and chatter. He's not against those things. But am I loving him with my whole heart, my soul, my strength? Is it in my heart? He said, you should teach this to your children. Well, my children don't see me exercising what God said, so they're not going to do it either. And so talk to them. And when you sit in your house, I ain't talking to your children about about the Lord. Mm -mm. And when you walk by the way, and when you lie down and when you rise up, that's a just, okay, listen. But when I see Jesus, we're going to go on. The king granted created a golden image and demanded everyone to bow down and worship the image. There's no giant image being created yet. There's no image that you know of yet. It's on the way. That's not a prophetic word from Pastor Henderson. That is the word of God. And so it's already been written that there is um, what what they saw then is something that is gonna occur in the near future. Now, don't forget Jesus is coming. I haven't forgot it, I'm looking for him to come. But you may not be facing a giant statue, but other images are popping up. The phone rings and with the bands. Others are watching and spreading gossip. When the king heard Uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego would not surrender to his desire. He commanded the mighty men of his army to take them and and all that they own, throw their stuff, bomb them in it, throw throw their stuff into the fiery furnace. Now, the conversation prior to uh, this command was, didn't you hear the command? And yes, we did. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego understood just like you do, just like I do, that bowing down to images is wrong. The Lord said that. They understood that. You should have no other God before me. They understood that. We we quote that. We all know that. Exodus 20 and, and uh, 3. Thou should have no other God before me. Thou shall not make unto thee any graven images or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above that are in the earth beneath that is in the water underneath the earth, thou shalt not Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them nor serve them. For I, the Lord, God, am jealous, God. This is the iniquity of the fathers upon the children. And so they understood that. They understood that the reason that they were in this mess. The reason that that they were experiencing this captivity is because of the children of Israel. (coughs) The children of Israel took on a new norm. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, God understands, and if he don't, we don't care. They took on a new mindset, and they considered it as the norm. And they said, we want to be like other nations. Look at other nations, how they are. We want to be like them. We want to be like other people. Church, God has not called you to be like other people. The Bible said, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. He called us to be like him. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. He called us to be holy for I'm holy. Without holiness, no man shall see the Lord. It, it don't matter what you think is right. Every man is right in his own eyes. And, and so the thing that governs and what we are to uh, measure ourselves by is the word of God. Bless your name, Jesus, mighty God. They knew that got them in trouble. Don't you know the thing that you watch it other people get in trouble and then you're going to turn around and, tr- and mirror the same thing? You're going to mimic that action and get yourself in trouble? They said no. They said, we. they told the king, we don't care how we answer you. And so the Bible says, Nebuchadnezzar and the princes and governors and captains and the counselors and all that, they threw them into the fiery furnace. Now, while they were in the fiery furnace, or prior to that, they said, we don't care how we answer you. We're not bowing down. Are you willing to not bow down to anything but God? In our bowing to the Lord, we pay our bills on time. In our bowing to the Lord, we treat our husband and wives right. In our bowing to the Lord, we treat our children with respect. I know some grew up with that, and you know, do as I say, not as I do, and you know, do it because I told you, and, and we act like we don't owe our children a, a proper explanation for why we are telling them something. Why don't we arm them so that they you know, uh, so that they can make a better and a well-formed decision. We help them learn to to, in the decision process by teaching them how to review and uh, review things better instead of just placing the command upon them in every instance. Now, there are some things that that you must demand that it be done immediately before their own protection. But there are other things that you need to explain. Listen, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego understood what was going on. And when they were cast into the fiery furnace, at that moment, they didn't see Jesus. Think about that. At the time they were talking to the king, they didn't see Jesus. They said, if he, we know he's able, if he will, then it'll happen, he'll deliver us. But other than that, we not bowing down because of what you want. We are yielding ourselves unto the Lord. My heart belongs to God. My soul belongs to God. This body belongs to God so if i'm consumed by the fire my soul still belongs to god because my heart belongs to him thank you jesus they were cast into the fire the end the he listen the king's order made the fire hotter than ever before now it slayed everybody else It created a perfect environment. It created the perfect conditions for God. Not that he needed it to thrive in, but it created the perfect condition because it was the impossible for anyone to survive. Some of the situations that you find yourself in others have caved. Others have yielded themselves They looked at it. They didn't even feel the fire. They didn't feel the heat from it. They just looked from afar and said, you know, I'm gonna yield. The impossible is the only setting of a a perfect condition. The struggle is the only setting of the stage that needs to uh, be, be prompted up. Doing what is right and seeing a different result is, only preparing you for standing other tests, other situations that others will not be able to stand. Those that are holding on, listen what I'm telling you. When it seems impossible, it's a perfect condition. When it seems unbearable, you stood. You stood as you wouldn't be feeling the unbearableness of it. the children of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego would not have been able. Now they saw, everyone else saw what was going on. But Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego experienced it. John said, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard. Shadrach and Meshach can say we heard it. Shadrach and Meshach can say we've seen it with our own eyes. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego can say, we looked upon him. Shadrach and Meshach can say that that, that our hands, we, we've, we, we've handled, we've experienced the word of life. What had us bound is now free. We, they walked out of the fire. They didn't hop out. They didn't have to be told to be loosed from the bondage that they was in because they walked out of it. There's something about the, when the scales, the chains, when, the, the, when you step out of the thing that had you bound, the freedom that it gives you. That which we have seen and heard, we declare unto you. They walked out with a new testimony. They walked out with a new message. They walked out with a new praise. They walked out with something else that they could share that no one else had to experience. Bless your Lord Jesus. The enemy could not touch them with that threat any longer. When I see Jesus, I know everything is gonna be all right. But if I don't see him, This is what they were saying. If he don't show up, before you throw me in there, he don't show up. If you don't show me up when I'm in there, I don't know what he's going to do. But when I see him, when I do see him, I know everything is going to be all right. Mighty God, bless your Lord Jesus. I know everything is going to be all right when I see him. I'm not talking about seeing him at the end. For those that are listening right now, I'm talking about you seeing him right now, whatever your situation is, bless your Lord Jesus. I want you to think about what you might be dealing with. Maybe you didn't think about it this way. I don't know, you know, but whatever you're thinking about right now, whatever you're going through, bless your name, Jesus. Whatever is has planted itself and it just seems like it's unmovable. Whatever obstacle is in the way. I want you to, we're going to release that. Because that is not going to be our focus. It's not going to be our focus. Because that overwhelms us. And that creates doubt. It creates worry. It creates a stress in our lives. It creates uh anxiety. That's the word I was looking for. It creates anxiety. Bless you, Jesus. You already know that you can't control it. You already know that. At least not the way that you would hope or think of. But there is someone that has wisdom. And that wisdom supersedes the wisdom of every man, CEOs, billionaires. It supersedes everyone's wisdom. They have knowledge of everything. Supersedes the knowledge of those that have PhDs and multiple PhDs. They have the power. You might walk in the room, or maybe you'll... Walk up to the door and the door has been shut because he don't want you to go in that door. Whatever the situation is, whatever it is, your focus is not on that. Your focus is on Jesus. I know when I see Jesus, it's going to be all right. I know. He's he's our hero. He's our savior. And that's what a hero is, someone that saves you. I know when I see him, when I hear his word, Sometimes I have to just listen to his word. His word is reassuring. I don't want anything else to govern my thoughts. And maybe the tissue is not drying up the tears that I'm experiencing, but his word will. His word will. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord God, for your grace and mercy. We thank you for your kindness. Lord Jesus, those that are listening right now and that are participating, Lord God, and as we exalt you, we exalt you in this prayer, Lord Jesus, above our situations, above circumstances. You know and understand what we are experiencing. Lord, you know, Lord Jesus, what's in our heart, you know, the pain, there's nothing, your word tells us that that, that there's nothing we can experience that you're not aware of. Lord God, we, we thank and honor you, Lord God, for your kindness. Lord Jesus, we just pray and ask that you would bless us, Lord God, as we are and we have become even more determined in this moment to be steadfast, to be unmovable, always abiding in your work. Whether it is a ministry of the proclaiming of your word, the gift of helps, Lord Jesus, uh, whatever office, whether it's the office of music ministry or Lord Jesus, you've empowered your people, Lord Jesus said, Lord God, sometimes we don't see our way. Lord God, even as your your prophet said, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Lord Jesus said, and so we know that sometimes we find ourselves in the valley instead of the mountain. Lord God, and we don't always see the light at the end. But we know that we have assurance from your word because you said that you're with us. We know Lord God, that you would not leave us or forsake us. You said that for us not to be weary in well-doing that we'll reap in due season. If we don't faint, Lord God. So I pray for the strength. I pray for the tenacity of each one of your people, Lord God. Each one under the sound of my voice, Lord God, whether they are rising up or going to bed, Lord God. Maybe they're in the middle of their day. I pray for their strength right now, Lord God. I pray, Lord, that you would bless them as they continue to be faithful. Lord Jesus, and that you would lift them up. We thank you right now, Lord. We ask these blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. Mighty God, bless you, Jesus. Bless you, Lord God. Continue to pray for us. As we are certainly praying for you. Bless you, Jesus. Bless your Lord, Jesus. Bless your Lord. Bless your Lord. Bless your Lord. Bless your Lord. You, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. There's none greater than the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. There's nobody greater. There's no one that has a sure word for the righteous. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. There's no one. Oh, mighty God, mighty God, mighty God. Thank you, Lord. You might feel sometime that, well, I'm a saint of God and I shouldn't feel stressed. I'm a saint of God and I I shouldn't feel, you know, uh, a certain way. You know, that's some mixed emotions at times. But listen, as long as you're in this body, you're going to deal with those things because of sin. Not that you're sinning, but because sin had dominion over the flesh. And so the Bible tells us that, that that our flesh wars against the spirit man. That's why I tell us to stay clothed in the whole armor of God so that, uh, that when the enemy throws his fiery darts, we'll be able to withpale them. When he tries to hit you with mind games and throw things at your head, you have on the helmet of salvation. You have on the breastplate of righteousness. Bless your Lord Jesus so that you are fully protected. Your your, your loins are girded up, you're wearing your, your garments tight and fitted so that you're protected. You're protected. This word today is a word of protection to keep you as you walk in obedience to his will. God bless you. blessed. Lord, say the same. Tuesday, book of Genesis, the second chapter. Now may the grace of God and the sweet communion of the Holy Ghost rest and abide henceforth down forevermore. In Jesus' name.